0: fire up, are proud to present a glittering new season, celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League. You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. <coughs> now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. Now the Gladiators, Humpel, are with the left was as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A little bit out of character, he's a very clean player. Manly, slumped to eighth on the ladder. And, uh, it's just rubbing salt into the word. You, you can see the head clashing. Oh, very nasty.
1: The love it. They've all taken their own pill. The splashes the ground. The one-handed pass back inside. With a delicate kick. He smack their bottoms with a beautiful bit of football Slanging
0: match He's only 5 metres from the line And he's hurt on the bird He runs into a wall Certainly got some forearm in it For some damage done to him with a boot and me. But my heavens he's really bleeding He's come out of it very much the worse for wear Bleeding
1: like a stuck pig out there And the crowd starting to go wild Innocent Shows it Goes outside Steps again Steps again
0: It's a sad, sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport. Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale. Chris Gale. As they
2: Chris Gale, uh, look, I want to say to you, there's always some pithy of wisdom in that intro that I take away rubbing salt in the wounds that was the phrase that stuck with me this week it just gets worse I keep thinking the rugby league season I live for it I die for it and the salt gets saltier the wounds get bigger they never heal uh, and this is the week where I think the, 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 the theme I'm looking at the underlying theme is the the cultural divide the wars happening uh, I would say the haves versus the have-nots and I'm talking about society at large mm. as well as sport as a microcosm of that reflection and uh, we saw it in cricket we'll get to a little bit later. Because we have to. Everybody else has, <laughs> and I think Fire deserves a spot there. But
3: well, but and Astor did say to Buzz Rothfield yesterday, "It's not
2: a cricket show, Buzz." But fair enough, we'll go there. Well, they're saying a cricket show. This is what Chris. I don't even know what it is. It's... Hey Muppets, this is Stewie McGill here. As much as I don't want you to, please listen to Fire Up. They told me that I was coming on with Chris Gale, the most
1: attractive cricket player in the cosmos. Unfortunately, it was the other Chris Gale and Stevie F here.
2: Uh, very sorry about that, but I promise you, if you want to know anything about rugby league at Fire Up, Rugby league. Is it satire? Is it fun? Is it pain? <laughs> is it is it journalism? I don't know. But uh, we did see, as they say, three teams circling the drain this week. Go <laughs> <laughs> counterclockwise, being the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> exactly. And and though and we represent two of those three with the Bulldogs. I think having an, a massive loss and George having a relatively massive massive loss and the West Tigers a really big massive loss on the weekend. What do you got to say about that? Third largest loss in history. I want to open with a question, Stephen.
3: You go to fancy restaurants, I don't, but <laughs> I'm used to table salt, but that, that's sort of granular sea salt yeah, with those yeah, larger yeah, 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 yeah. rocks, if you like. Would, would that be more painful if that's rubbed into the room? Oh,
2: yes. It's the t- tougher to break down. you really got to dig in and so push the, and so grind. So there's,
3: <laughs> there's even a class war in the type of pain that salt can inflict. Oh,
2: yes. Apparently there's a district now for rump steak down down near the rocks, or not near the rocks, near Circular Kiwi, can go and get the best sirloin for 154 bucks <laughs> and granular salt. Look, I'll be honest with you, Stephen.
3: I self-selected or self-determined on Saturday. I went and saw The Flash and uh, whilst the Tigers were taking on the Cowboys because I knew, has your commitment I knew been the tested, fix was has in. It? Sorry?
2: Your commitment's been tested, has it?
3: Look, in ways that I couldn't have possibly imagined. Yeah, right. And uh, my resolve is still rock solid, but my um, desire to consume it in real time has definitely been tested.
2: Okay, we're talking about the reflection of loss in sport. Uh Secondly, we'll talk about booing, but on the, the first game where St George lost to the Cronulla Sharks. So I hate the Avengers, you know that. <laughs> 1967. Account. Mate, you know, we never forget. Totally, they screwed us big time. Uh, I right. saw a documentary on the, the Batuta Advocate on the Cronulla riots
3: the other day. And be, you know, be right. That'd and you be, know what caused the Cronulla riots? Alan Jones. No, they were protesting
2: about the the
3: secession Scott of- Scott Morrison. No, no, the Sharks in 67. That's <laughs> actually what they were still right. protesting right. all
2: those years later. Blood in the streets, Chris, I believe. <laughs> so 52 points to have that sort of stuck on us. Thanks, Ben Hunt. Uh, St. George, Illawarra. Uh, I, I, my, my method is just to start... So my, my attention wanders. I'm looking at the television going, oh, really, really? Can not look at how many stats of six games we're not getting? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> the cricket's on. Yeah. Now, uh, the Bulldogs were pretty awful, weren't they? Look... Um
3: we may as well take the focus of our teams while we can. Yes, yes. And uh, I'm officially declaring the gould Seraldo experiment. Fail. No, it's ongoing. I mean, <laughs> I, I, Long term, is it, Chris? But I will say this, and look, I don't actually totally trust my expertise to walk around a television dial, mm. but I couldn't see 100%, 100% footy on last night. Mm. And I'm wondering why that was. And does Gus Gould have a power of veto if he goes, if the dogs are that bad, if they're done by over 50, we're not doing the show? Right. And they were done by 66 to blot Stephen, yes. by um, the not high flying Newcastle Knights. So 14th playing 15th, I believe.
2: We'll get to the origin later, but is the fox in Origin 3? He is in Origin 3. So, what's that done to his ego or his sense of worth?
3: Look, I, I think you just uh, look forward, never look back, yeah. Don Draper style, in Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it, the irony is, the Fox was in compelling form last year and not picked. Yes, and he's in non-compelling form this year and seems to be the first picked. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that's the bizarro <laughs> world Wasn't of free Mad Men
2: built, built upon a table of lies, Chris. It, it was
3: that's a very very bedrock of lies, Stephen. Mm-hmm. You make a good point. And you yeah. seldom do. It <laughs> was it, it, it was at the level that Don Draper's lie yeah. life was a lie. Yeah. He, he Assume someone else's identity. He looked looked magnificent. Magnificent, John Hamm, I will say, who apparently has recently got married, which has caused a lot of consternation amongst many people. He's He's not not as young as he looks, surely. He's off the table. But that man can act handsome. Right. Like he's not as good looking as he was in that show. But he assumed someone else's identity and he he worked in advertising, which many people
2: contend, Stephen, (laughs) is built on lies. Built on lies. No, they get paid for that. (laughs) 66 to nil and Canaponga is the hero of the day.
3: Well, he's been um, freed from the burden of the mantle of playing Origin. Yes. And the fact that young Reese Walsh won't be assuming uh, the Maroon jersey for Game 3, irrelevant to Kaelin because he's focusing on Newcastle and he's got love in his life. Which Has re- he? Yes. Oh, that's yes. a feel-good story. Yeah, that was, in, that was in the Telegraph. I'm surprised you missed, missed it. Yes. And uh, he just played with untrammeled joy, Steve. And meanwhile, the Bulldogs... Made a huge mistake. Apart from going down thirty to nil in the first game at half time, is they actually stood in a huddle on the field before they went off, which just galvanised the boos. Right, the boos from the the Canterbury faithful. The, the
2: now that's the next question. If you're not going to go to the game as you did, if you're going to look away from the television set as I did, <laughs> would you be booing your own team at at an oval? Have you done that, Chris?
3: I've never done it, Stephen. Mm-hmm. And we talked last week about your consternation about opposition fans being allowed into home fans area. Yeah. As you experience. And then
2: the advice to have some barbed wire and some tasers. Yeah.
3: Electrified fences yes. that like in your case it was the Warriors versus the Dragons, that the Warriors fans have to have arrive half an hour before kickoff. Yes. St. George Illawarra fans arrive at their leisure. You depart at your leisure. They're held in these electrified pens. Yes. And then released <laughs> uh, through a corridor to the train mm. station mm. after the game. Now I think we could evolve this is is that um I think we're all in agreement there are certain things that you shouldn't boo hello Adam Good situation but you you are entitled to boo your own team I think that's your mm. constitutional right if I read the constitution correctly your membership correctly. rates are fair yeah um, but, but you probably you, as a, as a non-booer You don't really want to sit with someone who boo's your own team, right? You're cranky enough as it is that there are Warriors fans sitting next to you. If people Mm -hmm. start ripping your own team, I mean, it's Armageddon. Yes. So I believe that they should actually have three partitions. You've got home fans, booers, home fans, non-booers, and then opposition fans, all separated by electrified fences. Does this
2: change, though, when it's your team and the opposition scores 74 points and then plays Sweet Caroline at result of last try? How does that make you feel?
3: Well, it really made me feel sick because I was home by this stage and, and I was just counting down the seconds and I said, well, if it's less than 70 and... Uh, I don't think that's funny, Chris, I'm sorry. And Jordan McLean, a prop, goes over and I believe the DJ actually, as the little kick-through was being made, he's actually hit, or she has hit Sweet Caroline. He's and, got a remote. And it's, it's called... Rubbing salt into the wounds salt.
2: Yeah, big, thick, pink salt I was from, the, from the Himalayas, Chris. <laughs> it's that pinkish stuff. Oh, it doesn't break down very easy, Chris. No. So that's it. 66 blot for the dogs uh, and then 74 blot with the tigers. I mean, it's like bloody hell. Now, this is some sort of, uh, I guess... Uh, educational some sort of message has been put out that something is distinctly wrong with the system. We, we you know we talked about having entertainment thanks for Landis. you know, tight games are more entertaining, we know that, unless it's your team running out 74 points. But you wouldn't want that every week. That'd just be a pointless exercise. So you've got these top number of teams not that far apart from the bottom circling the drain. Destined for for hopelessness by the end of the year.
3: There was an illusion early in the year that it was the closest competition ever, but again the chasm between the haves and the have-nots is just yawning, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. And I th- I think the solution here. There's a lot of people saying, why on earth is the Dark Overlord Peter Valenti's talking expansion? Yeah. Why is he talking potentially twenty teams? Why is he talking Vegas? We've already got nine teams in Sydney. People say that's too many. I say that's not enough. Yeah. yeah. If we get more teams in Sydney, mathematically, we're less likely to be the worst team in Sydney, which you and I are vying for with the dogs right now. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm absolutely advocating expansion as a result of these blowouts. Because if I quote Peter Volante speaking to Gus Gould, wherever he is right now, a couple of years ago, after Magic Round, he looked Gus in the eye and he said, Gus... Even the blowouts are entertaining. Is that right? And Gus goes, no, they're
2: not. What's he got his mind on? (laughs) No, no, no. $20 million horse race. So uh, the last thing I want to say is uh, the the notion that um, poor defence, we've heard all the great metaphors. Yes. Turnstile. Yeah. Tallyho paper, says
3: Blocker. Uh, Went through a gap as wide as the Sydney Heads. Sydney Heads. Just opened up, yawning gap. So Blocker wrote, (laughs) who's... lost his cool and his patience for the team that he loves Stephen or the merged entity which he partly loves he's actually (laughs) described our defense as as in the Tigers my team as like tally-ho papers now I had no idea
2: what he was talking no about. No idea at all, Chris. Is that a vape? Well, that, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like,
3: I mean, it turns out that back in the, the, the dark ages, you could roll your own cigarettes. And have you ever been a smoker, Steve? Never. Right. So I've never been a smoker. What a smoker. I, I wouldn't know what, what the go is there. Mm. But I think the inference is that the defence was paper thin. Paper thin, yes. And I said, you've got to modernise, Steve. If you want to stay on Fox League... And who wouldn't? I mean, what's the vaping analogy? Is He is, 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 is said it's uh, not as, robu- is, as robust as a cherry lime
2: vape or yes, something uh, like that. I don't know. I don't think they have any defence. No. I think it's absolutely nonsense, Chris. Now, <laughs> we've got a whole lot to talk about when it comes to the haves and the have-nots with the uh, cultural wars that are happening, if I could call them those, in the UK this week with Australia versus England. Now, we all know that we were colonised by the English. brought out out to fed fed, fed on rats build a city take take the convicts take the riffraff it hasn't ended has it Chris?
3: Well you probably had a combination of colonisation and invasion Stephen if we we want to be strictly um, correct about that but yeah the incursion of the British began in 1770 when uh, apparently Captain Cook had a look and he said, "My vision yeah. is two rugby league teams in this district." Right. <laughs> and he wasn't listened to originally, is that but right? finally in 1967, almost 200 years his later, his vision that,
2: became reality. That was the true bicentennial, oh, right? right? Right, Three right. years early. And I pictured this great leader, Scott Morrison. Yeah.
3: but yes, it's true. And uh, look, it's stretching my mind back to history when I was in primary school, Stephen. But I think they sent a few. Uh, criminals out here Yes yes
2: Now I, I don't want to go over The, the details of what happened At Lords Because everybody in the country Every kitty knows it now Everyone's everybody, got a view Everyone's got a view uh, Even the British Prime Minister Who backed uh, Is it uh, the, the captain Ben Stokes, ben yes. Stokes. was Said, all, Whatever he uh, says I say too Because he's the captain Like I'm the leader uh, Even Albo jumped in and uh, had a quote. We'll get to that in a minute. But can I just say, Chris? Uh, there's been this uh, disparity, I suppose, between the rules of cricket and the spirit of cricket. Now, I'm just wondering, where did the spirit come from? Who do you think was the integral leader? Was it Merlin the Magician? <laughs> was it King Arthur? Was it Henry the Eighth? You know, was it Cromwell? Who do you think came up with the spirit of cricket?
3: Yeah, well, I think I think Cromwell's a good bet, and um, the Arthurian legend. I mean, they've been essentially they've been playing cricket since yes. 1066. Didn't Arthur
2: have a long room then?
3: Yeah, the Battle of Hastings, in fact, was a, was a T20, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> Right? And, Short version,
3: and, and that's where they because where, where, I think all the purists that will be listening to this show Stephen and mm. David Garnsey I say hello to you uh, they'll go hang on it's not rules it's the laws the, the laws cricket. oh the laws are the big, laws of okay. cricket okay, okay. and uh, w- one sort of felt a little bit like I guess if we're looking at things like the voice you know in our modern times as an alteration of the constitution yes. there was a feeling that the laws were not enough, Stephen. No, no, no. So, yeah. No, had- we,
2: we went on a search for this, the spirit. We the did? Doc, the document. We, we, we went up to Laws to go through the MCC Club Land and found it. And we found underneath, you and I this week, underneath a portrait of Douglas Jardine in the long room, some documents, right? And there was this document, and it said, uh, yes, casted by a, a number of luminaries from the past. Edited by J.K. Rowling. Is that right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and 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 doesn't the long room look like Hogwarts to you? Well, I mean, I was watching
3: as it all unfolded, and as the Australians retreated to the sanctity of their dressing room and walked through the long room. Stephen, mm-hmm. um, I might be generalising here, but I, I think that the um, the views of the MCC members on issues like trans yep. and so gender politics and things like that. Pretty consistent have, with, have with up, Harry Potter. With Harry Potter, yeah, That's
2: yeah. That's right. Now, now, generally
3: speaking... Because Harry Potter is a manifesto against that stuff. It's just it's from start to finish, start to finish Stephen. I mean, you
2: read those, those Philosopher's Stone things and it's just it's poisoning children's minds. <laughs> exactly. It's terrible. <laughs> and, you know, if you equate it with rugby league, of course, and the dressing rooms, the behaviour, what would happen if the, uh, the, the members of the Australian cricket team wandered down with no clothes on whilst they were getting showered, etc.? How would that look on television? <laughs> Well, I think the ratings have spike. skyrocket <laughs> I mean, obviously the long room's is a hotbed for activity. So. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting, isn't it? I mean,
3: is that allowing too much access to members too? Yes. I mean, or can Rugby League take a leaf out of cricket's book? Yes, well, we and, have. And so, so let's get the members into the rooms. Yes. And can you imagine the excitement when someone's get put in the bin? I always go, why do they go back to the dressing room? Well, there's a reason. Because people have paid a lot of money to see someone put in the bin yes. and then sort of see them kicking the esky, yes, staring yes. at the TV, head in the hands. But the
2: towel drops been banned, hasn't it?
3: The towel drops been banned. Well, that's the Edding, Eddings' house and legacy, yes. Stephen. He
2: did, took it to court, didn't he? The, the, he did. A
3: photojournalist yeah. snapped him yeah. uh, alfresco in the yeah. showers, right. and all hell broke
2: loose. Right. So J.K. Rowling subtitled the spirit of the class system. Yeah, that's what. It was. Now I looked at the photo carefully, preserving the spirit of the carefully. class system. White blokes, as they say, you know. Uh, There was one. Which were two? Yeah. (laughs) One woman, Chris, and that woman was dressed in Australian apparel, so I'm assuming she was an assistant of some sort in the whole room, you
3: know. Well, there's been much made of the uh, crackdown on the members as a result of the brouhaha, and uh, kudos to Usman Kawaja in particular in this instance. Three have been suspended. Investigations have been conducted in parallel with the release of putting a mirror on English cricket, which didn't look too good. Right. And it was much said that the current president of the MCC, it was pointed out, was, I think, he was the agency by which women and were allowed to become members of the MCC. As it turns out, no women were interested. No,
2: no, no. So that's why interested. they're not there. they got better things to do. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ushman, of course, is one of the key turning points on this. Yes. P- Pakistani background. And then there is Davey Warner from the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> he took took the fight up, didn't he? <laughs>
3: By the way, were you a Dave Warner from the suburbs fan like I was? Oh, I thought he was amusing. I, I, I really enjoyed yeah. him. Did you
2: he, be- he became a reasonable writer, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he did.
3: I, I think he was a, a true crime writer. And halftime at the football, yeah, I thought, but... it, it put a mirror on Australian yeah, yeah. society, Stephen, that English cricket yes. could
2: well do. With. Now, if you if you don't mind, you could head to if you want the best coverage of this uh, incident in in UK at the Lords at MCC, you could go no better than Batuta Advocate, who have got report after report, particularly about Dozy Bearstail, <laughs> who went for a wander and didn't think twice about it. <laughs> He's in his own world, Stephen. Yeah. And they reckon there's news coming that uh, that our fire up mate, uh, Stuart McGill, may be called up. Well, t-
3: that's a perfect solution totally, yeah. to look po- out, well, Headingley. Poor old Gary Lyon, the goat, yeah, being injured. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> If you really want to get good coverage, though, Stephen, I would, of course, as always, advocate uh, the Daily Astonishes' Buzz Rothfield, yes. who tweeted during the, uh, uh, the events of the evening, that's a shocking way to take a wicket. How would Buzz talk? That's a shocking way, to take, take a way a to take a wicket. They should have called him back. Hashtag Ashes 2023. And former Australian quick Ryan Harris retorted, you struggle with rugby league... <laughs> Best you leave cricket alone. <laughs> yeah. Go to bed. Go to bed with a novel team. Buzz's reaction? He blocked Ryan he blocked Harris. Him.
2: And in the words of Albo to finish this one, same old Aussies always winning. That's fantastic.
3: That's how he's our leader, Steve. He's exactly. But if we're putting the last word on uh, this particular issue for the Tigers and the Dogs, shall we go to Supercoach Sheen's? Yes.
2: Football's a funny sport, though. You know,
0: you. Get, get a good start next week, get it right and things can change. That's, that's anyone who's played the game understands that as always next week. So we just got to shake it off. St George, of course, an absolute now basket case. I mean, you can look at basket cases and then you've got a hell of a lot of daylight down and then you've got St George below basket case.
1: Trying to get up to the
0: basket. Yes, they dream one day of being a basket case. I'm wondering, is it time, and I may have alluded to this before in previous programs, is it time for the NRL to step in? Do we need an intervention? I mean... Surely, let us look at the bloody Gould report. I know. For a start. Even if it's just blank pages. Even if it's just blank pages, exactly. Mm. Or just headings. Mm. You know, rubbish, basket case, Mm. daylight, etc., etc. At least we'd know something... Had been done. Something's going on there. Mm. Something stinks. Mm. It's as if all the players hate each other's guts hate management, hate the administration, are embarrassed about the Taj Mahal, don't like the carpet
2: anymore, never use the billiard table. I mean, what is going on there? Uh. Copyright uh, bludging on the blind side, that is the rampaging Roy Slave. I resent that, Chris, but I don't. Now, if we can go to Laws and get a look at that copy of The Spirit of Cricket, surely we can get the ghoul report somewhere to say this ain't working. We are dreaming the impossible dream of being a basket case.
3: Look. If we can't find Gus Gould this week, I don't think we've got any chance of finding the Gould report. And look, I assumed he was talking about the Tigers there. Yes, <laughs> like it was, it would have. It was only the Taj Mahal that ticked me, off, yes, exactly. that ticked me off, off at the end.
2: And, of course, nobody goes there, so the carpet is – I don't think anyone sees it anymore.
3: Well, uh, it is a reminder, though, Stephen, that next week on this very podcast, H.G.
2: Nelson. H.G. Nelson coming in once again. Every year, H.G. graces us with his presence, so hopefully he'll, he'll give us a kicking as well. Give you – well, I think – is he a – Paramatta. Paramatta supporter. Mm. Well, okay, so he's Mm. riding pretty well at the moment. He's up on his toes, right? And Gutherson's in the Bloody Origin team. What's going on there? (laughs) Play any position, apparently, including hairdresser. That's right. (laughs) Team mascot. King Guther. Who nominated him King Guther? That's
3: probably one of New South Wales' problems. They used to have that cockroach. There's always that that one piece of footage of the New South Wales cockroach. Mascot at the yeah. SFS, sort of kicking its legs up against the fence. I think was it after the the Michael O'Connor conversion, perhaps? Uh, yeah. And um, we haven't seen a blues mascot for hide nor hair for decades.
2: No, and primarily that uh, the, those two creatures battling it off has been dropped from the storyline.
3: Yes, but I mean, let's, not happy. Let's face it, Freddie needs something, right? Yeah. And I mean, if he can just go Gutho, there's absolutely no. Uh, part of my plan where you actually get on the field unless there's a cataclysmic injury a la Tom Travoyevich. Mm-hmm. So get into your bluey mascot suit and get out there and cause some havoc.
2: Now... Um,
3: Albeit the bluey is female. I didn't really know that originally when I watched the cartoon. But One I've of no the
2: great talked. instances of Johnny without an H-I notice, Johnny Bairstow and, uh, and his dozy walk and getting out, is that he put Ben Hunt off the headlines. Yes. <laughs> but not apparently to us. No, <laughs> no, no. What's he done this time, Chris? Well... <laughs> Interim coach Ryan
3: Carr, to yeah. get the name correct, not Ryan Webb. It's confusing. Yes, they had a truth and honesty session in the lead up to the oh, Thursday God night clash yes. down at Shark Park.
2: Did he mention the basket case rating?
3: <laughs> look, first Did of all, he? he said, "Does anyone here have the gold report?"
2: <laughs> just, just by But he had, he had reason doing well, you know, super well, top four, yeah. grand yeah. final potential down the bottom. We have, we've got, you know, well, we're not germs. That's good, you know, basket case, and then dreaming of basket. Yeah. Did he look at that?
3: Yeah. He, he sort of
2: position them on the scale and look
3: you know when you're struggling with conversation with someone that you've met and you're really hitting the bottom of the barrel when you either go have you seen any movies lately or do you have any brothers and sisters right you're really struggling <laughs> yeah. so ryan carr's gone to the bottom of the pack they're below basket case and he's in the honesty session he's drawn the attention of the dragons who are assembled in the room and he's pointed to the door and he's got, there's the door. If you're not going to put in, yeah. we'll find it. We'll Go yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. right? What,
2: what song would we be playing, Chris? These right, right, right. <laughs> <His> boots. Yeah,
3: these boots are made for walking. Yeah. Not one dragon walked out of that door because they had as much trouble trying to find the door as they, yeah. did they were trying to find the try line against the not even ben dragon, Hunt. against the sharks mm. on Thursday nights.
2: Now, there's a whole lot, a lot of schadenfreude at play at this point in time. We didn't boo Ben Hunt uh, down at uh, Wollongong a couple of weeks ago. Too jaundiced. Tie. Too over it. To, yes. Since, Spent. Since done. None. Wasted. Nothing left. You know. Decimated. Yeah, like, oh, whatever. You know. with, without f- faith, hope or belief. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just to put yeah. it wildly. So on, on top of that, and then getting a flight, no doubt, first class straight up to Brisbane for a sportsman's lunch. Well, this is the thing. Back to the home country. Hunt ran for five metres yeah. with one
3: offload. Yes. Okay, it was one run, five metres, one offload, which happened to be Tyrell Sloan who certainly yeah. turned. And yet normally he does pretty well. 11 lemonade, Normally he's highly involved. and the And the narrative came out. He didn't want to make it much of it leading it but he apparently was unwell Stephen unwell he was well enough the next day to they get on a plane they didn't on to a plane unwell the day the, like, the responsibility and the thing about Ben, to, to I guess give a very very um, frank and brutal honest, honest yes. analysis Assessment. of his game yes. he failed to find touch when uh, a penalty was given to St. George Illawarra but he didn't have as much trouble finding the referee
0: oh he's got a prize from the top shelf he's Flush. Ben Hunter has driven it low. I think he's, he's shaked right, he's it again. Right, here, Mark, Mark. No, it's a mutual infringement. Well, there we nice go. Back to tackle five over There's got to be a big fluffy toy somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy the referee's okay, but this is a bullseye. Oh. Is it a Falcon? The bunker might out, have man? to... Is it a Falcon? Oh, oh, oh. that
2: is some moment. <laughs> Well, I'm glad Voss is happy. And does that do anything for us? Do we actually get a, another point or something?
3: No, I think it's uh, uh, post Origin Three. Ben will re-request his release uh, demand, and you'll see him departed. And by every season. single member of Fluffy Toy. That's, that's-
2: thanks, Ben. <laughs> that's- and the big ones, yeah, the big pink not one. a small one, an elephant. Yeah, something that you, yeah, something's got a bit of moment to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's good. Yeah. But I'm am sen- sensing this Chardon creeping in that says, "Let's not let him go. Make him suffer." Put him into reserve, great. Send him down where it's really cold. Matthew you know, Lodge down, style. Down, down to Eden for a, for a camp, you know, for a couple of weeks. And just suck up that life out of him, you know, right until the end. Because we don't want the Gold Coast. We don't want Brisbane. We don't want anybody else taking advantage of him. <sighs> uh, and we're looking for ways to lose, I suppose, you know.
3: Look, I know we've got our tr- problems with the Tigers, yeah. with the Scott Fulton, uh, Tim Sheens, Benji Marshall, Farrago. But mm-hmm. um, apparently Zach Lomans has been... He's um, looking for the door. <laughs> and he can't find he can't it either. No, no, but he's been no. certainly encouraged yeah. to find it. But it's really... Really, I think you know you're going well when yeah. you're a Dragons fan. When you look to the future, your future is embodied in two words: Shane Flanagan, and he's had the imprimatur, oh, the approval, big support, big support, the two yeah. thumbs up from the gazelle himself, Darren Hibbert, yeah, yeah, yeah. who yeah. <laughs> says. Isn't it
2: funny how you think you think ga- you know, gazelle, Darren. Goes <laughs> hand in hand, doesn't <laughs> it?
3: Cl- it's clumsy your, at what's best. What's your
2: gazelle name, yeah. Darren?
3: And, and if we could quote the great <laughs> gazelle and why all St. George Illawarra fans should have hope for the future, uh, the gazelle said, oh, Flano, if anything... He would be a better coach now after coming through the drugs and sport controversy.
2: Yeah, that's true, Chris. Yeah, that's we, are the, right. we are the code of redemption. You know that. <laughs> Evolution and redemption. Now, it appears that we're really laying on with the trail today, that, that losing uh, and failure are big. Hello, Eastern Suburbs. <laughs> Hello, the Chooks. What happened to them on the weekend, Chris? Who did they play? They played DCE, didn't they? They played at Four Points
3: Park. Oh, yes. uh, I mean, DCE, who... Look, right now, would uh, would be the kangaroos' halfback ahead of Nathan Cleary, Stephen, and that's quite a statement.
1: Wow.
3: And one funny head and one funny jaw. It's, it's
2: an interesting combo, isn't it?
3: Imagine, imagine the merged entity. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mr. Potato Head has got nothing on them.
3: That would be like Ken Griffey Jr. with <laughs> the enormous there head There should be Mr. In Potato Head's
2: <laughs> footy toys, don't you reckon? He could pull off bits and pieces, <laughs> <laughs> and give him a big nose. and <laughs>
3: there's, there's a great marketing there's opportunity. Rugby League, yeah. Mr. Potato But and then are... there was... Again, if we're getting into the rolling murky waters, wasn't there an issue about the gender of Mr Potato Head? Didn't the people arc up about that? So it'd have to be...
2: Well, you could have gender replacement
3: pieces, couldn't you?
2: You could swap them over. A neutral. So you could give to, you see, I don't know, a, a bottom. Anyway, bottom line is roosters lose again, Stephen. Right. Oh, no, that's and, terrible news, and Chris.
3: I, look, I've been feeling guilty about piling on Trent Robinson, right? But he just keeps going. He's been...
2: Literally scarped by uh, what's that? What's the Queensland coach's name? Billy Slater. Wasn't he a jockey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been taking the thunder from not only Freddie but also from uh, Robbo.
3: Yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, so Robbo was the epitome of the super coach. He was. You know, multilingual, measured, highly evolved individual. Yeah, yeah. Cerebral, cerebral. If only I knew what that word he, meant. He
2: could quote French. The poets and writers. Rimbaud. Yeah, what was his favourites? The Romantics? Or <laughs> like, the- <laughs> huge Sartre guy. Can't shut him up, up about yeah, Sartre, yeah, right? Yeah. But and, and recommends the galleries. Like, Go to musée d'Orsay.
3: Great and, spot. And he's been um, branded the moral compass of rugby league, Stephen. I'd Has like he? I'd like you to in, interpret with me this bit of audio. Now, Ben Cummins was the referee, I hasten to add, yeah. and he also had concerns with Casey Badger on the sideline. But uh, this is his assessment of how the game was officiated last Sunday against the Manly Seagulls. You know, we weren't going to get anything tonight. You could see that there was not going to be any, um, you know, any call or any assistance there. So we had to, you know, I think it was seven nil the penalties sixes Uh, again in the second half. So we were just going to spend time on our goal line, defending, we weren't going to get um, anything coming off our line that, you know, they're obviously the perfect team in that second half.
2: Chris, did you bring your violin?
3: <laughs> did you? Look, can, I'm can, in tears. Can I give you my interpretation of what yeah, he just said? Yeah. Ben Cummins is a cheat. Yeah, yeah. He right. gave us nothing. <laughs> we were expecting something. We got nothing. Manly with the perfect team. It reminds me of Alan Jones, yeah. that famous day down at Illawarra, where yeah. the penalty count was 7-1 to in the second half. Are they suggesting that we were seven times more illegal than the Illawarra Steelers? This is an outrage, an absolute outrage. <laughs> and he just says it in a measured, yes, yeah. potentially multilingual fashion. But slightly hurt. Yeah. But he says... It was clear from the get-go... We were going to get nothing. We'd get nothing, right? And we got nothing. Why would you expect something? And Manly... No, no, I want to credit the opposition. They played really well. They played within the laws. And dare I say, the spirit of
2: rugby league, Stephen. Chris... Who would have written the book or the code, the a- appendix for the spirit of rugby league? Who, who do you reckon? Well, you told me straight off. Yeah. It was Tommy
3: Redonicus. Tommy Redonicus, yeah. He actually signed off. I mean, on, his, on his deathbed. On his deathbed. Yeah. God love him. And yeah. he'd taken input along the way from the likes of Arthur Beetson. Yes. Uh, he also um, consulted Ruan Sims because it's difficult to find an NRLW play with an atrocity, but Ruan once put in her Dallian points without actually having watched the game.
2: Uh, Chris, you're wearing what jumper today? Uh, the Newtown Jets. Now, Tommy Radonikos, fav- famously associated with the Jets. Yes. Yes. One other member that nearly got to write the rule book but didn't, Bumper Farrell. Bumper Farrell. Yeah, because he, unfortunately, he was urinating in men's pants <laughs> at the pub. That cancelled his vote. He, he was biting down hard if we could That's not that the spirit in. of rugby league. Uh,
3: Les Boyd definitely had Boyd, some input. Yeah, yeah. And to give a more modern frisson, of course, our uh, patron Saint Mark Gasnier, of course, yes. uh, had a lot to say about that Fire document. Up. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and, and that spirit of rugby league document is a living, vibrant document that yes. informs the way our game needs to evolve. And it Stephen it
2: really should be at the museum, at Moore Park. Yes, so go when and visit. They reopen it. You got to put gloves on to lead through it. <laughs> Tommy wrote this. Yes, he did. You know what's that? Oh, that's beer spilt. You know tears. You know pain, blood, the whole bit. In my world, Stephen that they actually have to protect
3: yes. that document because yes. it's so sacrosanct, it's so yes. sacred. Yes. And then gathering dust in the corner is that
2: tired old book Do of yours. you know where it could go, Chris? In a waterproof container? Yes. The Tibby Cotter Bridge. <laughs> so when you get to the top... Right at the top. You've got a reason to stop there. Now, what what, what is Robert going to use to inspire his team?
3: Well, first of all, you get to the top of the Tibby Cotter yes. and it has a little uh, banner underneath saying... Uh, the good news is you are now looking at the spirit of rugby league document. Yes. The bad news is you're only halfway over this bridge.
2: Right? <laughs> and a light comes down on your head too. Well, we we know the
3: last time the Roosters needed a boost, Robbo yeah. uh, got on board with the Mark Hughes Foundation who had the beanies for brain cancer yes. last weekend. So three good. and a half million. Yes. Uh, which was a terrific effort, and he looks climbed, great on Joey. Yeah, yep. and he and he climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, Stephen. Yeah, she did, did it. He did it. He did
2: he get the team to do it. No, just oh,
3: just, just yeah. some luminaries. Well,
2: you've got to get the team to come with you. How else are they going to toughen up and no, get but, some
3: inspiration? Robbo believes in the class system, i.e. coaches are better than players. Ah. So he doesn't want them selling it. He wants to come back with the keys to the kingdom, all yeah. that sort of deal, and that's right. what he did. Right. So what's he going to do? He's climbing another mountain, Steve.
2: Not Kosciuszko. <laughs> and I know that's not Sorry, the right I said Sorry, mount-
3: I said mountain, Steve. It is
2: Cradle Mountain down in Tasmania? No. 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 What's the one no. in Africa? Shimbaraço? Oh yeah, might
3: be yeah. yeah. if it's <laughs> is, is that is, isn't that immortalized in the Toto song from yeah,
2: memory? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> or Serengeti? Um, I don't know. The rain on the, the planes, and of course, the Nobody can get a booking on Everest anymore. No, there are too many people going up there and dying as they walk it. <laughs> you can't get on. <laughs> it's, it's it's too crowded. Yeah. Maybe maybe the Harbour Bridge climb. Well, I
3: what you're on to here is, like, you've got your big grand move, right? Yeah. Kilimanjaro, big move, big, almost 6,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. metres above sea level, right, Stephen? Right. He's actually climbing with the Mark Hughes Foundation at the end of the season, Imjarse, hmm. otherwise known as Island peak, Island peak, which is in the mountains of Nepal. It's a whopping 6,165 metres above sea hey, level, Is this
2: where that little kid comes in that says, dis? Yeah. <laughs> Is that where the school is at the foot of that? On the beanies,
3: yeah, <laughs> alongside the Mark Hughes Foundation. Dis 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 Ubuntu yeah, right?
2: dismounted.
3: <laughs> so Robo, he's, dis, dis. he's looking at his race room. But I think what you're suggesting, Cradle Mountain, the Harbour Bridge, he needs these mid-season course corrections. Yeah. He can't get to Nepal right now, and, and, but for God's at least get up the Sydney Tower.
2: Are you still saying he wants to go alone? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's not going. To take- alone.
3: <laughs> and and I've actually got Stephen, yeah. and this is really really exciting. Uh, I've actually got. The speech he's going to make. Okay. Oh, yeah. That the, when they're in the camp. Can we, can we hear? One day short of uh, ascending the peak of Island Peak. Tomorrow's game day again. There are no excuses on game day again. Again. <laughs> Whatever weather conditions we face and however you feel, it has nothing to do with you getting to the top again.
2: Well, they're not going <laughs> as a team. <laughs> we will
3: find a way together again. Yeah could be last card in the pack for Trent Robinson, Stephen.
2: There's a, there's a. Chris, have we not seen that huge flaw? He's doing it for himself. It's not like the Queensland team where they do it for each other. Well, for the people he's, of Queensland. He's not, he's not taking the team with him.
3: Everyone's tweaked to the fact that uh, Billy Slater, if he does have a line to lose for himself, old Cameron Smith. He wants to um, get those weather conditions really fired up in Queensland yeah. to get the floods, the pestilence, the fires going. Yes. Uh, and Robbo's really got to try and find a point of
2: difference. I don't think he will. Yeah, yeah this whole cricket scandal, I can see Smith and Beliac involved in that somehow. Oh, they've got their fingerprints up, all over that. Up
3: to it, their elbows
2: yeah. in it. If, if there's a way to take it,
3: use it. That's their genius, Stephen. By any means, I mean, Alex Carey, it would never have occurred to him to stump the guy, no. but for the involvement of no. Smith and He was
2: behind him, Melanie. was he, Alex Carey? <laughs> well, just, just roll it straight in now. Do I thought you
3: yeah, had an earpiece.
2: You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> If,
3: if we reflect on Robbo and his veiled language about the referees, of course, we saw the denouement after our episode last week, Stephen, of the Reese Walsh hearing. Can you say that again? The denouement. <laughs> See, it's Robbo, wow, right? Wow, that was impressive. <laughs> uh, and Reese Walsh was found guilty for three weeks to yeah. saying to referee Butler, or as Anthony Roon said last week, I'll get you, Butler. Who, who, Michael Lucking? Chris, yeah. Uh, he's saying, what the Michael Luck are you doing? You, you Ben Hunt. You Bunt. Yeah. You bunt.
2: Yeah. Right. B, full stop hunt. Right, okay, That's right. Uh,
3: taking over the mantle from Carmichael. Yeah. And uh, Reese's defence, which was poorly backed up by David Fafita, yeah. who's just found out that he can get out of his contract with the Titans because Holbrook got sacked. Yes. Because Fafita came down and said, when Reese was speaking to the ref, I mean Patty Carrigan, <laughs> kind of undermined the defence a little bit. Okay. But, okay. but Walsh's point was he wasn't addressing the referee because as he went so poetically on Instagram, I would... Never say that to a referee. No, no, no.
2: But I would call, as he's doing his jeté. That's right. <laughs>
3: but I'd certainly call my captain a Ben Hunt. Yes,
2: of course. <laughs> what I have, no respect for him? <laughs>
3: but but I think what it speaks to Stephen is uh, the Brisbane Broncos is a robust yeah. workplace, and I totally accept Reese's defence yes. because, as the great Seinfeld show once pointed out, mm. it's not wrong to use bad language. In the workplace.
1: When's that bastard coming to Houston? Hey, Zeke wants to win when you Yankee bastards are coming to Houston. Hey. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. Hey, now, now speak up, George. I can't hear you. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. George! Get a hold of yourself, Mr. Will. What's the matter with you? <laughs>
2: Can we get some candle after, Chris? <laughs> I'd like that. And I think Dennis Carnahan. Oh, is, is he written a song? He's just sent it through, hasn't he's he? He's penned a Diddy on Reese. Wow, That's hot. Incredible. Let's hear it.
1: Reese had some problems on a Reese couldn't slow his brain So Reese kept yelling at Buck Towards the end of the game He yelled at Bucky with some air Words, and the he, he said with feeling Reese has some time to read in yeah. his emotions Cause Reese has three weeks of suspension, of suspension. Words, 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 Ah Reese is the word that man is a 분들. superstar.
2: How old is he? 14. <Peyton Musik> So I think you talking about Dennis Carnahan. No, no,
3: no. no, no, yeah, no he's, yeah, he's, he's under the Swahilihi rule. Yeah. Uh, he's able to play at the age of 14 for the Kevin Walters and the Brisbane Broncos. What's happened to Swatley? Well,
1: it's very... Funny you ask.
3: It's funny that you ask that, Stephen. First of all, Swahilihi and Billy Smith both ruled themselves out of the game against Manly because they had a, a training accident where they both went under the 11-day HIO protocol. And if that's not an image for the Roosters' season, the two yes. players put themselves out... Yes. At a training collision, for and missed two games, but comedy Joseph, capers, Chris. Indeed, comedy capers. Yeah. get climbing, Robbo. But Joseph Akuso Swahalihi was the subject of what's becoming a very popular segment on this show, Stephen. Yes. which is rugby union quote of the week. Okay. <laughs>
2: playing, Chris, by the way? Who's playing what? In Rugby Union. Oh. <laughs> What's the news? <laughs> well, it's not
3: so much who is, are they still playing, yeah. would be my question.
2: And you know how I'd, only, uh, the constant reference to the, uh, the MCC colours. Yes. The eggs and bacon. Tie, yes. Yes. Do the Rugby Union uh, overlords have such a, a look? Uh, Not that we'd be allowed to see it, though, Stephen. It's very
3: much done (laughs) behind closed doors uh, with Druid-like robes on. Where is the headquarters for Australian Rugby Union? Well, I can't answer that. That, of course, is in Moorpark Road. I thought that was the Waratahs. New no, South no, 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 no. The, 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 the Tars are in uh, the public asset that is is Trillion Stadium. But uh, yes. Rugby Australia has its own building. Now, you, own might, building, yeah. you might remember those Moreton Bay figs that line Park Road. Yes, yeah. Was where Curtis Scott was found unconscious. That's right. Bothered was, by the police. And tasered yeah, by our. Doing nothing. Our friendly nobody. local yeah. policeman. But uh, Rugby Australia, of course, you'll find the chair, Hamish McClellan, not to be confused with the new CEO, Phil War, who is. Get this, a shore boy.
2: Oh, no and, way. Did and, he row? Yeah. <laughs> and, and tell me this, so Joseph doesn't have far to walk, does he? <laughs> no,
3: not very far to walk at all. It's just literally next door. Literally next door. Next door. Okay. Uh, and so Hamish McClellan, who, let's face it, is a quote machine, yeah. on Joseph Swahili says, he'll sell out stadiums. Hmm. He's like the Tom Brady of rugby. Right. I acknowledge the headline number seems a lot, but he's a once in a generation player and I think it will bring more fans yeah. back to rugby. He's absolutely worth it. All that tells Chris, me Chris for them. Yeah. Yeah. But, now, but know, all that tells me is he's not watched Joseph in the last eight weeks.
2: No, no, no. And you know when when sort of our pretty good players we're not yeah, you know, not not they're not like one of the top 15 sometimes Go to Union They're the best You know They stand out
3: <laughs> That's right Dare I say Wendell Saylor Wendell Security, right. Matt yeah, Rogers yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's yeah. a whole bunch of, yeah. Yeah. They're pretty good players mm. But uh, really good players At Rugby Union And you know what happens Stephen? What? They always come back
2: They always come back Boomerang Fire
0: Up Explaining the Church of Rugby League
2: uh chris state of origin is this uh you know a lot of discussion about uh, some of the players that were like whoa where did he come from you know uh and it seems that they're replacing the pink mist merchants with the red mist merchants you know so luai's out he's a hothead but not hothead enough cody walker he's in
3: yeah we've been talking about the red mist and whether it's a thing well the final bit of fallout from that uh exchange between jarrah hargraves and spencer Linu, Stephen not was,
2: not lenyu. Yeah, was, I don't yeah. understand these pronunciations. too difficult.
3: Spencer, who was in the frame for Origin yes. selection, and actually was picked as player number nineteen, which means you didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, he's actually admitted that he has a red mist head. Does he? And that's clearly why Freddie um, wants to bring him into the Origin system, and yeah. it's clearly why Cody Walker will be pulling on the number six jersey this week, Stephen. Hey, it's he'll, really exciting.
2: Barriers or he'll save us, one of the two. No, yeah,
3: no, been... and with the addition of Colin Matangi and um, yeah. Murray moving to the starting lineup, it, it, the, South Sydney. They, they have deep. They have depantherized yeah, yeah, yeah. and they've rabbit proofed the right, Origin right. team.
2: Uh, look, that is a mis- misuse of the word, Chris, I'm afraid, because they're rodents, they're introduced species, and they have to have a fence to stop them coming in. I know. But, but now you're opening the gates, letting them
3: in. It's the best I could come up with. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know. I mean, what, <laughs> they mix them a toe sized the Blues, they're going to mix them a toast sized Queensland? I don't
2: know. I, that's not bad. Thank you. Yeah, a dose of that on the paddock, you know, before you come on. Uh, Junior Polo's out. Tyson Frazel. I thought, look, I love Tyson. Good looking bloke. Looks like an Easter Island statue head, mm-hmm. but um, probably just beyond the day.
3: Yeah, I just don't think uh, – you need to stamp your personality yeah. on origin, and I think the likes of Hudson Young and Tyson Frizzell yeah. and even Junior Barlow, to a degree, really yeah. failed. So. And
2: everybody else is injured.
3: Yeah, so roll the bloody dice, I say. Yes, yes. Uh, but, I mean, I think you mentioned Luo being dropped. I mean, I think it, what it says to me, Stephen, is finally it's yeah. the defeat of boombox culture. Culture wars, Chris, culture wars. When
2: In the old days, remember the old days back in the 80s or even the 70s, if you we went to Penrith, it was Ugg Boots, Tracky dacks, and – Pub rock, yeah, that was it. Nothing yeah. else. Now, now you go to Penrith, it is a trap, hip hop. R&B. Mumble rap. Yeah, mumble rap. Is that yeah. right? <laughs> culture. Yeah,
3: yeah. A, a little bit of cutting edge EDM. And
2: yeah, and a, and a bit of gloating. That's right. Of, a bit of bling, you know. And
3: and it absolutely brings home what we say. They talk about being FTH from Mount Drew, but their hood yeah. is Wallara. It's yeah. so the eastern suburbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the type of caper they're into in the eastern and, suburbs. And
2: they go to church, whereas the old guys never went to church. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Wouldn't know what a church was. Wouldn't know what it was. They no. thought
3: it was a place where you went occasionally for a
2: fete. Yeah, back in the 60s, sure, there were some Irish Catholics, like, you know, whoever, but not anymore. Gone. But and, now it's
3: new. And you you know how, Lou, I knew the writing was on the wall? How? Because Paul Sirinan, who's responsible for the music at training. Buttocks. Yeah. As they, as they walked in for the, the, the latest session, he was tacking on the wall. No flow rider, no pit bull. Is that rude? Yeah. He knows that, doesn't That's he? That's right. <laughs> flow rider. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Uh, what about Nico Hines? Can I just ask about Nico Hines? How would you feel yeah, about that?
2: Well, it got overlooked again.
3: I would say yeah. that he's the new uh, Regan Campbell Gillard, yeah. except Regan Campbell Gillard just got picked. Got in, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, hopefully, it's the Cronulla ho- Hex. Yes, you know because he's playing for Cronulla. Yeah, you're not not coming. <laughs> it still plays in. There's still it's got power. You are so bitter. It's so bitter, uh, and uh, Jake. Travojevic. Yes. Wow. There's always
3: one. You know what I'm most disappointed about the Travojevic, Stephen? Yeah. Apart from the fact that we established on this show quite some time ago that they're not as nice as they seem. They've got a PR agent. They don't actually cut up the oranges. They don't um, collect the witches' hats after training. They just get a a minion to do it. Mm. It's that for so long, everybody traded on the joke, you think Jake and Tom are good, Wait till you to see, see Ben, little brother. He's still coming off the bench. Yes, yeah. he scored on the weekend, but he hasn't
2: really come through. He's not in the Origin team. Okay. Now, big shock to everybody is uh, well, first of all, Dylan Brown wasn't eligible. He couldn't get in. He got another. <laughs> another well, another, he's I also a New Zealander. That would be one of the <laughs> yeah. one oh, of the reasons. about that. No, <laughs> another month for having twenty drinks at the Royal, the sheaf. In, <laughs> in, in,
3: in fairness, fifteen to twenty.
2: Fifteen to twenty. 20. Okay. And, right. and,
3: and this, to me, speaks <laughs> to one of our experiences down at Wind Stadium, Stephen. Yeah. Is that uh, in order to prevent the alcohol consumption thing getting out of control, yeah. Yeah. they throw a couple of uh, high-vis vests on young people at Wynn Stadium and it's got alcohol management officer on the back of it, right? Good luck with that. (laughs) Well, I actually said to one of them, could I get two gin and tonics? They said, absolutely, sir.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll come and deliver it. They (laughs) were delivering. It was terrific. Fantastic. So, what has he done wrong, I say? But he copped a $40,000 fine, didn't he?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, And seven-week ban. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Uh, the cricket expert Buzz Rothfield said he was lucky he should have got the rest of the season why is
2: rugby league so tough on itself look at the long room at (laughs) MCC they get away with murder you know (laughs)
3: there's a couple things i could say right now but i'm not going to
2: now look i think uh, i've got nothing left you got anything i've
3: got one comment yes bradman best yeah that that is the last thing i wanted to talk about i've
2: I've spoken to you about my love of great names for children yes and how the uh i suppose the hybrid beast has occurred over the last 20 years in popular culture with one one part of a name from here one from there sticking together my favorite jermaine jackson's son which is your majesty it's your majesty to That's me true. you can't top that one well i think the, <laughs> or can you
3: <laughs> the, the the thing that i think the you you're a person who uh, not only talks the talk but walks the walk stephen because your two sons changa and chuck <laughs> ferris <laughs> Had and, I very... take,
2: and I take them climbing mountains. That's, that's
3: right. I've had a very distinct journey through life as a result of that. So the what you name your kid, I mean, I am friends with a Richard Head, and I mean. <laughs> In and, no way. And he is, and he's related to Kate Blanchett. What? And even the great Kate Blanchett, arguably in the conversation, one of the greatest actors of a generation. Yes, yes. She went the Richard Head card on Letterman once, said, Oh, I've got a cousin called Richard Head to
2: much <laughs> Richard, hilarity. She got yeah. away with it. <laughs> See? She's, she's got many, many strings to that bow. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, Bradman Best. Yes. There's a company better. If your surname is Best and I'm going to name a kid, what would be, you know, I'm just thinking other possibilities of what may have happened? Tiger? Tiger best.
3: Right, so the best in their chosen yes, yes. sporting discipline. Jordan. Jordan after Michael Jordan. You yeah, yeah. could have gone Michael to cover Michael
2: Jordan and Michael Phelps, perhaps. Have, they might not get that. Yeah. badman, um, you get. Carl after Carl Lewis, perhaps. See, that's the thing. You might have to use two words. it has got to be one word. It's got to be like Madonna or uh-huh. Kylie, you know. Uh-huh. Who um, else you got? Uh, Cassius. Yes. <laughs>
3: and if things
2: change in terms of faith, Muhammad. <laughs> yeah, Muhammad, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kostya. Yeah. What do you reckon? Well, or is it Tim? Yeah. <laughs> Tim Best.
3: Uh, and have you seen Costa's brother? Um, uh, yeah. But I, I would go laterally yeah. if I had the choice. And, look, I, they've gone old school. Bradman, he's, you know, a mathematical incongruity. There's yeah. been no one like him. Yeah. Um, I would have gone Simply. Simply, yes. <laughs> With middle name? Yeah. <laughs> the- well... T just the initial yeah. T. Not Verstappen. <laughs> well, this this is an interesting argument, yeah, is it? Because it is. obviously uh, it could have been Thorpedo Best because because yeah, Bradman's yeah. about twenty two and he you know he was in his yeah. pomp at Sydney. So too young back for Fennec. Yeah, yeah. But but what about this? I mean, not Verstappen because he wasn't a thing then. But no, if, we, was, if, no. we, if they were motor racing fans yeah. rather than cricket fans, yeah. why not Brabham Best? How good are that?
0: How good is that? It's a Jack Brabham. That's it for me. See you later. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snotting round of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab.
1: Fire!